Hey there, friends. It's Tucker Max, your host of Digging for Bones. I just wanted to take a moment and express my heartfelt thank you to each and every one of you for tuning in and supporting the show. Your dedication has seriously meant the world to me. If you've been enjoying the podcast and want to show some extra love, the best way to do that is to head over to my website, diggingforbones.com, and save my unique Mr. S link. By using it for your regular shopping, you'll be directly supporting the growth of the show. And I'm also excited to introduce to you Leather Daddy Skincare as a partner as well. It's a fantastic queer-owned small business who crafts amazing skincare products, including some pretty intimate ones as well, and you should definitely check them out and show your support. Thanks again for being such awesome, awesome puppies and fans. Hi friends, welcome back to Diggin' for Bones. Today I have a special guest here, Pup Xander. Uh, big fan of Xander. I've been following Xander since my early, actually probably since like day one or two that I jumped on Instagram as a puppy. Um, I met Xander at Folsom this last year at the Stank Armpit Competition. Um, got to meet him in Pup Mowgli really excited to have you on the show it feels an honor feel very honored to have you on the show and just want to say welcome hey <laughs> pleasure to have uh to have me on uh, <laughs> and that, we went from uh sniffing our pits to being here yeah right i <laughs> <laughs> was like actually the very the first interaction i've had with you is because is i think you participate you you actually like didn't you win no i think you 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 advocated for me i saw it yeah it was pretty ripe in that building just to yeah. start off with so it was really hard to, you, you kind of you can only just like what other smell besides uh the armpit i want to smell it got to a point where i just it kind of just smelled like cardboard like everybody had a kind of a cardboard kind of a smell um but no you had nice pits <laughs> I appreciate that. That means a lot. No, it was great. I thought I had it in the bag because you you really liked it. And then there was that, <laughs> there was that last minute entry uh, that that guy like jumped on at the last second because someone did, was wasn't there, and then he ended up winning. Um, I was That's like, okay, it. okay. <laughs> um, no, that was great. It's a, it's one of my favorite memories, and it was the first time that Instagram wanted to remove one of my photos. It's the photo of you in my armpit. And I was like, oh, fuck, no, I'm fighting this. And I won. It took like a month and a half to win, but I did. <laughs> I was like, there's nothing wrong with this photo. I'm I'm not I'm not taking that photo down. Um, well, cool. So thanks again for being here. I'll start things off with a question. Can you tell us about who you are and what you do? Yes. Uh, well, I'm Xander. Uh, I have been um, quite a quite the influencer on social media when it comes to pup play and uh just been existing online existing in like club scene and um uh trying to be out in events as much as possible just engaging with people that are just like me or interested in interested in getting into uh kind of this type of uh, kink world and figuring out their place so um yeah, just been uh, a uh, uh, probably figuring things out and getting into new things and uh, just uh, just trying to uh, be the best dog I can possibly be. 
You are a very good boy. <laughs> so you've been called a kink influencer, pup play enthusiast. How do you feel about the these titles and what responsibilities they entail? Uh, I mean, at first I felt uh, like, uh, I mean, I, I thought that I was going to be a little bit uh, kind of, I mean, being a, being a pup, like being like an influencer of any sort, there's a little bit of uh, you have more eyes on you, and there you you could be able to, if you have an opinion, um, it could be you know it's. You know, I've always been a kind of a shy kind of an individual. I haven't been super outspoken about what I believe in, what I care about. So um, I something about pup play. I it's re- it was really easy for me to really back behind, like have some backing with like. Okay, I'm really confident with with uh, being who I am and uh, and uh, helping people figuring out their space uh, within uh, the kink world, the pup world, and uh, I love just being a more of an inviting figure to the space and uh, just I just it's only has done uh, so many great things for me just as an individual and. I think that everybody that I've met, it that they get something really positive out of it, uh, pun intended too. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So I am a huge advocate for people finding things that maybe it's a little bit more the kinkier side and try to see if uh, they want to, you know, you know, just try to just like discover themselves a little bit more. Maybe take a add a little bit of seasoning to a little bit of your sex life uh, I think yep. it's really important I think sex is really important in your life and, and any and I think it's just it's it makes things exciting um, and you know it, it's really important uh, uh, adults to have play uh, just as like as we were back in the playground when we were much younger like we still have that excitement it's just uh, it's in, in a different way and I think that uh, applying uh, uh sometimes like a persona or a uh a different side of yourself that's you know not completely like okay some people like to um separate you know their their work life to like pub play stuff which is totally understandable i mean like people have really important jobs and stuff like that i do pretty much the same exact thing um but it still is me you know like it's um an extension of me, an extension of my spirit, uh, kind of like more so like having uh, like my inner child kind of come out again. Um, yeah, I mean, life life is has a lot of stuff going on that could really bring you down, make things too serious, and you just don't want to. You you slip into things that could you know cause uh, uh, your mental health not to be so well because you're not having that time out for yourself for play or for anything to make life exciting i like to say life is a party um and you're invited and how i see about it is every day is a new day and there are so many stories that are happening with these people with people that are all around you whether it's good or not so good but there are a lot of great things a lot of great opportunities that uh that can happen you can meet somebody that's a really interesting individual you can uh you can meet somebody at the club and you could you know make a good friend or you could have a really amazing scene with them who knows but um uh yeah 
it's just being more optimistic of the future. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's going on in the world, like, and uh, you know, with people that are, and you can be you can be stuck on behind our phones, and that's totally fine if you're really comfortable just you know staying at home and doing that whole thing. Um, but being out there, like, I encourage whoever is uh, who's I mean, because I'm coming from a place where I've been kind of an introvert, so I introvert extrovert kind of a thing like i love engaging with friends but like trying to make that happen like putting myself out there going to parties or just going out to the bar or something is uh, wasn't really that appealing to me until i found puppy play and then i'm like i want to do all these things it just it makes me more extroverted it makes me it, it works out the other muscle like i could be i could be a really great introvert i could stay at home i could do that all day um but uh like I feel like uh, being uh, being a pup has helped me uh, put myself in a headspace uh, to be more extroverted and to put myself out there. And being an influencer too, it even pushes me more to get, get out there more because there's a lot of good happening. Um, I feel like I try to strive for when it comes to engaging with others. Just it for one person to be inspired to dabble into pup play and or dabble into just finding their space and kink because I just found it really interesting. Just sparking some type of interest with them on their, because if, if they just like, there's a lot of people that just completely just were just scrolling on, on Instagram and one search lets another and like, oh, this is, this is something different. And then it's just, start, it, just found it. it started, it started <laughs> off, a lot of people started off like that. They'll either see, see, uh, like either, like, you know, I do a lot of advertisements. I do a lot of that. And, um, that's why I do it is, um, I'm, I just want to try to get as much out there mainly just because I just think that, uh, I mean, first of all, I think it's hot, <laughs> but, uh, but the second of all is, uh, some, it just takes one post or one photo to just resonate with somebody or just to fit in that ag- algorithm and, and that can inspire somebody to live a better life and, if I could 100%. help in any type of way to help people live their best life, I'm all about that. I love that. I, and I know firsthand, I can say you you and Lycos down in Texas were definitely the first ones I ever saw that I was really inspired by. Um, yeah, no, and, and, I, and I hear what you're saying. I think I always tell people, like, even when you identify as vanilla, you're already in the kink scene because you're at least <laughs> right. aware of like this thing yeah. to be able to communicate something you're into or not into welcome <laughs> like that it's not exclusive uh because you're bit so like and and you nailed it the playful side that's one of the things i love that's i when i read ethical slut a long time ago uh she has a line in the book that was like you know just because we're adults it doesn't mean we don't get to play anymore. We just have the privilege of adding sex to our playtime. Um, and I that resonated with me. Um, and it's cool. And I always see it in puppies. That's why I'm so drawn to it. I think it's hot. Um, I've seen you out and about at Folsom. And, and the energy that you and the pack you were with had was just so awe-inspiring um, and hot. Um, <laughs> and it was just great and i loved meeting everybody at the party too and everybody's just always been so positive and i'm sure there's jerks out there there always will be but for the most part the community is just just great and i'm so glad to share this space with you um you mentioned that the best compliment you ever received was someone stating that 
they are going to explore putt play because of you. Um, how does that impact you? Um, I, and this is something that I've heard uh, a couple times, maybe a little bit more, and that that is. Um, I just find that what I'm putting all this hard work into is kind of paying off. I find that to be the biggest reward to hear something like that because um, it kind of gives me a little bit of purpose. And I like I like um, making, and also I love making people happy. And I love, uh, um, I just, I, I like helping people find something that's worth living. I honestly, like everybody finds their own thing that, that really gets everything, uh, something that people find, you know, DJing, find, people find uh, being a car enthusiast, whatever that gets them going. For me, like if pop play could resonate them to make their life better and a better quality and makes them want to be more outgoing, all the above, like, and I contributed to that, that's that's amazing because I was in a, in a position where I was working day, like, you know, working uh, like eight to five, nine to five, however however you want to say it, and um, just you know, you get into this kind of routine, and and it's just you know, grind out work, and then you know, for me, I just I play video games a lot. I still do, but like it's that was all I do. I just, I just you know, I'll go and uh, work. And then game, go to sleep, and then kind of repeat. And uh, I haven't really had much interest in really connecting with people outside of just my comfortability. And uh, just finding pub play, it, it it brought an other side out of me that I I, I actually felt like I did had at one point. And I think that um, over over time, I think that and it personally for me, I've had ran into situations where it turned. I've started to suppress my uh, my happy kind of uh, extroverted spirit, and I kind of closed into a little bit of my of my shell. And I don't know what it could have, could have possibly triggered any of that type of stuff, but I noticed that I was fairly in my shell. And getting into puff, like like something as simple as I was talking to a guy the other day, like putting on gear can strike just creativity. Like I was working with. Uh, I was working with a, uh, a creator that was like, so the pub thing, like, tell me about this. I was, um, I was, I was, you know, I was dabbling in this kind of, and I liked the idea of like, cause he started put, he put it on and all of a sudden he started to have all these ideas and all these things. And it's just like something that's like putting on gear can just spark creativity mm-hmm. and excitement. And like, I found that out a lot, like, because I, I started, uh, not many people know this, but I did start a regular, like, modeling account. And with, with showing my face, oh, my goodness, showing my face. Um, but, yes. Um, and it was doing all right. I mean, it was doing good. But, like, I was it wasn't as ex- exciting as, as at all. Like, when it comes to, like, <laughs> it was, like, no compared, like, I, I don't know. Like, I... With, with with wearing my, my pup hood, I, I put myself in a headspace where I'm like, oh, like now it's like I'm I want to wear different other outfits. I kind of want to I have an ideas of some type of when, like when it comes to role playing too, and it's just 
yeah, just an endless amount of create creative ideas, which is really healthy because yeah. I think creativity sparks, uh, you know, it sparks it's it's in a in a sphere of positivity, and uh, it's good for your brain to creatively think. Um, yeah, and also for me, I I um, I work uh, in like kind of the creative sphere. I do graphic design work, and on the side, like as my main job. So it's just like a uh it, it helps uh writers block too if you have one of those I type bet. of things so um yeah i just yeah <laughs> it reminds me i was just thinking about this yesterday i started thinking about i saw an ad and they probably didn't want me to take it this way it was for one of these you know like are you spending too much time on instagram kind of apps that are they're trying to sell um and the guy was making a point that it was kind of like an rpg and then it like dawned on me that my pup play is a hundred percent just a big RPG game. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we all start game. out a lot of we start out with this like baseline character and with no stats. Um and mm-hmm. like you get kind of into it and you get kind of this baseline, maybe some gear, maybe someone gave it to you, and then you want to be unique. So you start adding something that's a little bit more you. And then I've also made the comparison that like we're all like EV Pokemon and then someone gives us the stone and you're now a leather pup or a music pup or a stray pup or an alpha pup or a rubber pup. There's like all these endless possibilities of what's about to get added onto that. Yeah. Um, and it, it's so fun to watch what people do. And what I love about being on the internet too, especially, I find a lot of us really authentic. A lot of the creators um, and just fans and everyday people that I engage with on Instagram. Um, they're just so authentic and there's, and it's fun to watch people grow and evolve over time. Like you'll get this little message from them early on and they're just like, Oh, I'm a fan. You're really great. And then like a year or two later, like they've like grown into something. They're like down in San Francisco or they won like a pup title or whatever it may be. Um, and you're still chatting with them. And then I also love about this community and the overlap of the circuit community is like, they're not just online friends you're never gonna meet. Like these are people that it is totally in the realm of possibilities that you might actually meet this person someday. Yeah. A lot of our events and people travel to them and people go to them at some point or another, you could absolutely meet this person someday. They're not just yeah. some random stranger you're never gonna meet on the internet. Yeah. Um, and it's just so wholesome. Thank you for sharing that. I. I I can relate to some of it. I've I've started to get some of that feedback from those messages from people too, and I know how special that is. And I'm and I and you were one of those people for me at one point in time. So well, I appreciate uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you're also known for your work as a DJ, yeah. and particularly in producing techno music and in your and DJing internationally. How do you blend your music career with your involvement in the kink community? Pro parties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's uh, kind of going back to just uh, you know uh, finding spaces for people like us to uh, gather, have a good time. Um, you have, you know, I mean, you have uh, you have you have major events that happen throughout the throughout the year. Yeah, like Folsom. You have um, Darklands. Uh, it, you have all these different, you know, MAL, IML, 
MIR, you know, like, the list goes on. You have these 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 one-off the, major the events. The big gay acronym events. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, oh, and you also have people in, like, your city or your town that's throwing, uh, um, you know, part, once, once a month parties that are uh, very fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, it, and I think that more and more... Um, of us are creating these spaces which is just even better because i just think this is making nightlife just how i wish it should be <laughs> like just just better like before i got into djing i was doing a lot of um i was playing in like different indie rock bands and playing post rock and i was a drummer and i did a lot of like touring and did that type of thing for a while and then uh once when uh, the pandemic happened we kind of just there's there's not really shows happening. We kind of just uh, uh, kind of did our own, started to do our own thing, and I just took a break from it. Um, it wasn't until I went to um, I uh, went to my first like rave, I got to experience uh, a uh, a whole new side of DJing that I thought that actually have has, hasn't really existed. I haven't really been to any like electronic music event really the only ones that i've been to is just going to like a bar and someone's dj and they're just playing the greatest hits of something i'm like this is yeah i don't want to do this like what is this everybody's just standing around it wasn't until i went into like like a, a curated party like a like a party that you go to and like especially the ones that are like gay queer friendly kink friendly that's like oh these are this is the real like these are the parties that like people get down <laughs> this is great so you know like how to fucking party <laughs> yeah you know how to, you know to party yes exactly and 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 being there for like you know several hours and that'll eventually could put you in a headspace to just like be on the dance for for such a long time being comfortable with the people that are around you getting to connect with other people um it's just it's just unreal like i just uh you could just get completely lost in the music because everything is seamless and like you know, when you when you experience really good djs they they really take you on a ride and it's it's yeah. wonderful and that that really inspired me when uh uh when i started to go to my first parties and stuff and i wanted to pick that up and uh, see what i can do with it my background's a drummer and i heard that drumming and djing go really hand in hand so gave it a try bought my first equipment and i'm like okay this is this is sick i like this and then uh started to take it more seriously and you know i'm now playing fairly regularly now and uh, it's fun it's fun to have have an ability to uh kind of control the room as a dj and um trying to uplift the the space um and uh keep people staying and uh you know it's only it's, it's it's interesting of just like uh uh how how people can uh you know dance interact with each other just based off of the type of music that you're playing because i'll play house music and it's a different vibe and, and you you get, i play techno and that's an entirely other five, vibe too and it's just it's fun how you switch things up with people and they just they're 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 caught with what you're playing and then you, you do something and they'll be like oh i know what you did right there and it's really cool it's like you it's like you're water bending the crowd yeah exactly yeah yeah <laughs> i love it my first events like that were atlantis which definitely that was like jumping in the deep end for your first time but the first time i went to a smaller but still big party that i actually felt like was 
for me, but not ne- not necessarily for me, is I went to Alpha last year, and I went all the way to San Francisco just to go to Alpha um, with the Fox City Pack Boys, and it was the first time I had been to a party like that. And you 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 nailed it. Like that was the first time I ever got lost in like a pub headspace where I felt safe enough to be in a pub headspace the whole time. Um, I didn't come out of the dungeon for like four hours. Um, <laughs> it was great. Uh, <laughs> it was it was fantastic. They know how to throw a party. I know oh my you... goodness, they know how to yeah. throw a party. That deviant party how... was insane. It was so insane. Yeah, that was uh, the, that was honestly the best party that I have been to. That was just like a one-off in that space kind of a party. That was like that was so inspiring. Like for anybody who throws parties, seeing something like that, you will be inspired. That's actually what inspired Yes Coach and Hyde for me. Yeah, hundred um, yeah, percent. And I didn't even get to stay there the whole night because I had tickets to Real Bad, and people were like someone got me that ticket i still paid them but like they people were like that's really hard party to get to you don't want to like throw yeah i heard about you probably yeah they're like you might not be able to go again for a couple years it's very likely that like that one just comes up every couple of years um so i was like okay so i went to deviance for like three hours uh three or four hours and then i went over it was great i i went down to the dungeon and to give you guys we'll, we'll describe it to you so you like walk into this i think it was like a three four-story warehouse yes the basement you go downstairs there's an inflatable butt plug um <laughs> yeah. just randomly placed there yeah. and then imagine a dungeon but instead of like dark and dreary it's dark but like with lacy cloth hanging from all over the place and very like i don't know like exactly what you would expect in the fuck room of someone who was in charge of Rome back in the day. Um, just really cool. And then the next floor was like dance party. Just dance party. Like exactly what you'd expect out of the electronic music dance party. And the t- next floor was, if I remember right, that one was like no penetration but kink heavy yeah. on the dance floor. Um, and wow, was that a really cool room to be in. And then yeah. above that, my favorite part, they had people doing massages. Like you could just- Yeah, there were people getting massages. They had a yeah. massage, they had like three tables out. People were just getting their massage on while listening to a set. That's, if you haven't done something like that, you think that it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, it is kind of ridiculous. Like, oh, I'm gonna go get a massage. But once you lay down on one of those and you get lost in the music, um, that's, that's amazing. It's it's. I understand why. Uh, you know, if you want to go and set have that in, in the space that you're throwing a party or going to a party to have it, do it. Do it. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I totally yeah, that's incredible. Awesome. Just incredible, incredible. Uh, and speaking of like accomplishments and parties, you got to DJ Darklands. Uh, like that's a pretty big deal. Can you tell us more about that experience and what it meant to you? Well, the experience is gonna happen fairly soon. It's actually next month on the oh, second. Awesome. So it's coming so it's up. coming up. Yes, it's uh, so I've been working on a set for like the past like six months and just been uh, collecting music from like the past like couple of years that I've been like really enjoying. I've been wanting to share because this is a. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be performing in front of all my friends, uh, and I really wanted to uh, excite people for different sound of music, um, and uh, just to show an extension of what this public can offer kind of a thing. And my hope is that um, people are going to get inspired to 
you know, go out to different types of parties or just, you know, or even get into DJing or to express themselves and their pup in other ways. You have, you know, pups that are like, I'm a, I'm a puppy pole dancer. I'm a puppy uh, baseball player. I'm a, you know, puppy uh, skateboarder. I mean, that's hush hush, but I'm totally going to be doing some puppy skateboarding content because I love skateboarding growing up and I totally got into it like for many years. So it'd be really fun to throw on a hood and like do a fun, like, do do that for like fun reels because now i need to do you know instagram is doing their weird thing with 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 with, with uh uh like taking off any type of image that's that's remotely sexy or anything like that so i could throw on a hood and maybe do some skate videos and that'll be interesting and uh won't get taken down <laughs> but we could get into that later but that is uh um but anyways going back to the to the the djing thing for darklands uh yeah i'm just big hope i just want a whole bunch of puppies to be made during my set <laughs> i love it you're gonna go you're gonna go you're gonna you're gonna be making puppies in darklands yeah hoping they make some puppies at darklands you never know maybe awesome. during my set who knows hopping <laughs> <laughs> to dj boot dogs woof yeah <laughs> Oh my god, catch my breath. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good segue though. I uh, you you mentioned Instagram and taking off stuff. Uh I I'll just start out and, and ask like how does that feel when that happens? Um it makes the first thing that I feel feel is kind of shot a bit is a sinking feeling in your like chest whereas like what happened now and um the more i see a lot of my friends getting their their account taken down and seeing something pop up and because i'm i'll go on instagram pretty often um i like doom scrolling <laughs> so that's, that's my profession um so uh whenever i open up and i'll say like if i have a post i'm like i'm really happy about i'm proud about i put a lot of time in and then like I'll go to sleep and then I'll wake up the next day and I'll see that it's been taken down or this is like this is this is flagged or this could or the, the or the warning is like this could be the, taken down possibly. It's I just I call it pur- purgatory where they put you in purgatory. Yeah, it's just it's really discouraging to really do this and I understand this platform is not just for you know kinksters or for people that are you know I mean I. <sighs> I understand it's for, it's for literally everybody in the world. I mean, they're trying to um, make it safer for all ages, all that. But I, I think that if we, if we go in, I put it to the right settings and try to appeal it to the right demographic, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with literally a shirtless photo with a pup, with a, with a pup hood on. Like, it's it's gotten out of hand. And I think the how they set up the algorithm or the whatever ai they're using i don't i don't know it's i mean and also you never know you could just run into people that are that are just haters and whether it's either drama with whatever you promote or just people just just don't like the pup thing at all like you you could because like i try to tell everybody to be aware of like 
if you're tagging something, you're hashtagging, or, or if you are like tagging a company, there people are going to see it. And sometimes people might like maybe certain companies may not want to see that type of content on their like related or featured kind of thing. So they may yeah. take it down, or even just their people that follow them it may you know like it's you know you're putting yourself a little bit at risk each time when you do that i know that it's really good for getting traction for people to go and uh uh you know see your 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 content organically i I mean i was doing that all the time and it worked really well but at some point i mean i don't know i just it's it's just been really hard to because what i used to post before was like real sexy like i was i was kind of kind of pushing like what can you post and what can't you post like uh, as far as like an individual because i usually did a lot of just uh like uh, solo kind of posting i didn't post with other people so it would just be like jockstrap bulge action <laughs> just like whatever and that was fine and then like i have like probably like a year and a half ago it started to become like outrageously like hard to go and post something and uh um to the point where like, i can't do lives i can't um sometimes i can't post for a while um it's just and i'm seeing my friends getting their their posts taken down for the smallest thing like they're just t- taking a picture fully clothed with a shirt on and they're just wearing a pup hood with their friend and it gets taken down and uh just that it you know it makes me concerned to post again you know it's it's just uh um it's just at That's a point wrong. where it's really hard to want to be inspired because i like i like x twitter um a lot but i think that if you are in the kink world and you have one of those i think it has a different type of energy it's a lot more frisky totally. energy and uh i think instagram helps having more uh develop a little bit more of a social aspect to it it has more um you could you it with the limitation of you can't you can't put porn on there you can't put any like full-on nudity or sex on there um with that limitation it it sparks creativity okay what can i put up here that's going to be okay and suitable and it focuses people less on the frisky horniness to okay now let's let's develop my persona a little bit more and make it Correct. more you know interesting kind of this thing. I you think, actually have to talk to people too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Engage and, with them. Yeah, yeah. It's because I mean I personally had to get off of like you know Twitter X like a lot because like it's really easy to hop on there and be there on there for a while because. I mean, when you're looking at sexy, <laughs> yeah. If you if you are looking at some hot, you know, jerk offable content, um, you can spend the whole day on there. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, we're, four hours? Oh my god. I mean, yeah, I've been hard this whole time. <laughs> but um, so when I say I say X is the it's the equi- equivalent of the Costco free samples. Uh, unlimited and you can yeah. just live in costco eating free samples all day <laughs> really yeah yeah love snacks and <laughs> oh i appreciate you sharing that it's uh something that's become kind of a passion project of mine and it's nice to hear someone experiencing the real hurt that comes along with it because you get it like you 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 feel good about this art that you've created and it is art um and you had to think creatively and you work really hard to make sure that it's within the the boundaries that Meta sets in place, and then 
you have it taken down. And I've I've looked into this, and I know we've talked a little about about, about it. But there's a lot of like scary stuff, and and I appreciate you empathizing with them too, because I don't necessarily think they're inherently bad for what they're trying to do. I just don't think they're doing it well, and I think they've made a mistake, and they had to outsource a lot of their content moderators. It's a terrible job. It's a really, really terrible job to do content moderating. We think like there's my my cock or your bulge or some boy hole is like the worst thing we've seen. Or sex. Sex is not the worst thing we've seen. We see some awful stuff that they have to moderate. And sex is probably it's probably a treat if they get to moderate something like that compared to what they have to do. So they had to outsource a lot of that stuff to different countries to afford the labor, to get cheaper labor so that people who were willing to put up with that. Um, but a lot of those countries, I had questions because when I found out some of the countries that they outsourced it to, a lot of them are in places where being gay is like punishable crime by prison or death. And yeah. so, and these are the people that are filtering through our stuff. And I think that has a lot to do with why, like, we, it's no secret. We look at female creators and we're like, why are they getting away with this? And I'm in a shirt with just a pup hood on, yeah. but she's dressed up like a cat in a bikini and that's not a problem um and we feel that and it hurts um and so i think they tried and then we all know they've recently been they've tried two new things where there's an ai moderator that they've been boasting about which is probably a good thing they probably want to remove the human from that terrible job Mm -hmm. but who trained it was that data farmed by all those people who made those decisions in places where being gay is illegal yeah so how is it how is it moderating us who trained this ai and how good is this ai because we're all experiencing it and it's getting worse like especially the last like month i have definitely noticed more people talking about it and the purgatory thing is this other thing and my list for our listeners who don't know is instagram has also started a new type of self-censoring what they're trying to get people to do so that they don't have to be the bad guy they remove you from having the ability to uh attract new users it's the equivalent of saying opening a coffee shop and saying you can only come to my coffee shop for the next two weeks if you've been here before no new business whatsoever unless you decide to remove this photo that might be breaking the rules or you can appeal it and keep your business closed for the next two to three weeks until we have a chance to review it which leaves you in this really weird position of like well that's two to three weeks worth of is it really worth like leaving it up um and so it's just it's messy and i hope they figure it out but i think people need to talk about it and they're up against a lot they're they're getting congressional hearings and there's other types of the like you said instagrams for everybody different groups are coming at them trying to keep kids safe but a lot of that keeping kids safe language is really hateful discriminatory stuff that's just being put in a bow and wrapper around keeping kids safe which is important to keep kids safe um but they have to write that stuff mm-hmm. differently so that they can protect us and our community uh, so thank you for sharing that well, let's talk about <laughs> um let's see given your role in promoting and normalizing kink and pup play what changes or developments would you like to see in societal perceptions of these communities um I just normalizing. Um, well, I have friends that uh, that like 
it's it's interesting because I think that I see things like a, a bit of a spectrum, and uh, I uh, I know I have a lot of friends that kind of like how it's you know, they like keeping King kind of edgy and kind of uh, ex, you know exclusive to to a certain group of people, and I'm kind of. I understand it, but also like how much is done for me personally, and there's a lot of people that are really kinky out there. I think like everybody is kind of honestly, honestly kinky, just don't want to like admit to it or are comfortable sharing it and uh, normalizing it. I think is really healthy, honestly, just because uh, I think that um, uh, people are gonna feel uh, less wanted. Uh, uh, or oh, less less unwanted and um, and feel like they aren't the only one and uh, by putting that forth so that's why I think it's really great that companies say um, like like different types of like that's why I work with like regular companies like if they want to take that plunge into uh, hiring a, a puppy model to do a shoot for them like that's amazing like if it's a strictly just like just, just, just disguise, just you know, without any type of you know gear on, uh, to just having like, okay a pup that's like wearing their you know underwear or wearing their their products or of any type of sorts. Like I get products of like even like um like uh like uh, cosmetic kind of stuff like 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 lotions and stuff. I I, I try to make it work because like. I mean, I wear a mask, so like, especially especially this stuff on the face. So I'll make it funny. I'll, I'll make it work, but it's actually really important because skincare is really good. Uh, it's a really important thing for if you're a pup, you're wearing a hood a lot. If you go out to parties, you're gonna need to take some good care of your skin because <laughs> you're gonna be rubbing up against your 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 hood, your mask. It may be you may not have more than one because like, I like to for like sanitary reasons I like to have like travel if I'm going to like a party I like to like, travel with two hoods um just so that I could cycle between days within it within it so that uh it's not building up and I could be able to like have it you know wash it and dry it and you know it just be really easy kind of a pick up pick up and go instead of just having one just kind of just fermenting kind of a thing hey <laughs> you do you if you want if you like that um but for uh, my pores i don't think that they they are, are are smiling at me when i do that so i, I try my best to uh uh keep my keep my face skin doing great <laughs> still so um but yeah it's just kind of one off <laughs> on the whole thing on that but no it's i, I think that just I, I'm in the sphere of kind of normalizing it a bit. Uh, I, um, I mean, there's gonna be part like for, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like, if you want to have like more specific stuff and you want to keep it more specific, like you know, ha- have your groups, have your packs, have whatever you want to have it that way. But um, I think in general, I think that uh, I don't know. I feel like. Okay, like I guess there, there there's an appeal of like the edgy kind of kind of uh, Halloween esque kind of take on kink. It's always been like in Hollywood being like, oh, this is this is this this is the edgy person. This is the person that has the background that's you know whatever kind of upbringing of them to be this type of person. Like 
one of my gay like we all have our like gay awakenings and then we also have our kink awakenings too and uh, I think for a lot of people and one of them was like for example for like latex I mean it I mean, you, you could like, like see like Hellraiser, which is pretty hot, you know, like with some of the outfits. Yeah. Uh, what what returned to me of like, hmm, I kind of want to get a suit was uh, the Rubber Man from American Horror Story, like season <laughs> one. Remember that? I wanted to fuck yeah. that guy so bad. Oh my god! Like I wanted to, you know, like I wanted to scene like while while he's popping up and then having with with the with the scary background music when he pops up and oh no it's the rubber man i'm like oh my fuck so like i was i was i was having a great i was it's just it's 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 really interesting it, it would have changed it i want to edit it as a graphic designer a video of him coming in and changing the music from scary horror music to seductive kind of slow jazz music and see how that how that is going to be portrayed you know like really though like it's not i think that um i mean like kinksters have kind of gotten a bad rap but and uh, when it comes to like being introduced as characters and stuff and be i i like pups i mean you can't have it that way it's a whole spectrum so people just like the edgy kind of hardcore kind of thing that's that's kind of the appeal to it too but also i like the other softer side of it which is actually kind of fun i mean that's why i like pups too because it's like pups can be got a silly kink yeah (laughs) pups can be silly but also they can be dummy or what it is a whole spectrum of it but uh it's there's something really funny about like i I really love a lot about so you say for example, you go on like Instagram and you find a pup on there, and they have like, oh, it's such a sweet like pup like thing. He does, oh, it's really cute. It's oh, kind of sexy. He has he does like sock photos, and he's just like, oh, he's getting into a thing, like getting into like doing his dance moves or going and playing with the balls. Like, oh, that's so sweet. And then when you go onto their ex, you're like, oh my god, um, <laughs> which is just like the best thing ever, just to show like, I don't know, just. Um, it's it's a nice like and but like through that that shock i guess that but it's like oh you can you can be this kind of playful and inviting kind of a person but also get down and the idea of that is actually really hot to me because like what that comes <laughs> from for me is like another kink of mine is like mask i mean just mask play in general but like superheroes i think superheroes are were really hot specifically the masked ones i don't know so when it comes to me and my understanding of superheroes i don't know too much about lore of characters i don't care i just want to fuck them so like that's just me um i'd be like hey peter parker like okay I, um great time great time fighting crime come over here and let's uh let's let's make some babies so like um yeah so i just like the uh and they can you, you see like you know the, the, these figures as being like you know unintimidating I mean, unless they're a villain or whatever like that but anyways like they're they're, they're these approachable uh uh characters and um and but they also like can with typically what is the edgy kind of thing could also you can see the light in in it in it if that makes sense so mm-hmm. i um you know it's different vibes but i think it just kind of goes around as uh like uh sex um um just like uh sex positivity is a is a, is a great thing and uh it shouldn't be seen as like a negative thing but a 
fairly healthy thing actually so um and really good for your spirit really good for uh for a lot of things um i think that there's a lot of you know people that probably think um you know looking at it and maybe a negative side just because of societal norms uh what hollywood is uh putting out as uh what you should follow and you know how directors direct their movies to to uh to put a magnifying glass on what sex should be or what shouldn't be story arcs or whatever like that and and once but when you're in the real world it should be well it's it shouldn't be seen in that type of way but you know that's just my opinion on it um but yeah kind of tangent but that's me that's <laughs> I'll, I'll drop an idea and then like two hours later it's like i don't even know what i'm talking about but i'm i got inspired by myself i'm like hearing the music it's like the orchestral kind of music playing and it's just like okay i'm not okay now i'm lost lots of train of thought but i did something for about a half an hour it, it, good <laughs> i love it no sure. we're all it's when you tell your stories too i'm like it's hot too. I'm like over here, just like turned on by the whole thing too. So I appreciate you sharing all of that. Um, <laughs> um, I want to give you a chance too. Uh, I like to flip the script. Yeah. Um, so if you've got any questions for me, now is your chance to ask away. Mm. Well, um, you know, like I think that what would be a kind of a fun one was uh besides pub play what is your what is uh another kink that uh inspired you or you find uh very interesting that you really love yeah um when i was younger the way i started my gay awakening is i jerked off with all my buddies um before porn was really accessible on the internet mm-hmm. we were watching it together at sleepovers <laughs> and staying up until two o'clock in the morning and things like that and so like i kind of grew up like jerking off with my friends um and a lot of them were straight and they are straight and it was a different kind of experience um and recently i there there's a group here in portland called Stumptown strokes and it's just a big bader party um, there's a, almost every city has them. Uh, Seattle has one called Rain City Jacks. It's a big one. And there's, they, I just see the list growing. Bait World is a really terribly designed arcade website, but it does the job. Um, and I started going to this party, and it's great because there's like 45 to 60 dudes there, um, and dudes of every background you can think of, and. There's also straight guys that go, people who are in monogamous relationships with their partners are okay with them going to this event. Um, And it's no penetration um, and no lips below the hips, but everything else is on the table. And it sucks sometimes, Mm. but it's also so amazing at the same time. I started to realize the last couple of them that I've gone to, I go like once a quarter. I feel restrained. You don't always vibe with someone, but every now and then you really connect with someone and like your brain immediately goes to wanting to put holes, bones and holes and you can't. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
and it feels kind of like being tied up and you have to get really creative mm -hmm. and you really want to keep this connection going with this person and I have found some of the best dom scenes I've ever had to be at this jerk off party and we're like you're just hanging out with the boy and someone's like the, fir the first time I really met a real dom is like I had seen him before and uh, this is after my divorce and I was still really shy and I went and we started jerking off and he sets me up on the table and he's like jerking off and I, I can't finish from a hand job it's just I kind of I'm one of those people I have to finish myself at the end and I was getting really close to finishing mm -hmm. and I was I gave him a warning and he's like I didn't tell you you could finish and he just like put his hands up and I was like what what like, what's <laughs> happening <laughs> I don't understand yeah. and he's like now go get a drink of water and then come back and we'll try this again and I was like, I don't understand what's happening, but I'm okay with this. Um, and then he called me pup. So, and I didn't know he knew I was a pup. It was the first time someone had ever been like, uh, all right, pup, now you need to go fill in the blank. And I can be pretty dommy too, but this was like, uh, I'm submissive now. Uh -huh. And I've had a couple scenes like this and the, the connection, the kissing, the massaging, the pinning you down on the table. The getting as close to possible to penetration without actually doing it um it's hot like it's an extremely hot experience um and it's become kind of a new kink of mine um and one that i've really really enjoyed and it pisses me off uh sometimes in the moment i'm like but i also <laughs> don't hate the fact that i'm pissed yeah. off um it's a, it's a frustrating edge <laughs> Yeah it, yeah, it can it can be. Um, the other one would say was just like over the last year, just like sex positive places like a party. Yeah. Um, I like at events like Folsom and getting to play with people who inspire me in the middle of the street at Folsom uh, can be pretty Rock. pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> bark bark. Uh, <laughs> pretty awesome experiences and. Uh, I like this last time in Atlantis, I found a new headspace, still Tucker, but I called it beast mode. Um, but like, I felt really comfortable at this play party and I started howling and barking. And usually I can get there for a couple seconds in the scene. It was not turning off. Like I was there and I was stuck there and I was in a really switchy scene with somebody that was just like 50, 50 flip. Uh, That's awesome. And it was just magical to go back and forth and i was like rah 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 and and i and howling and i don't usually howl and i was howling oh. um it was absolutely incredible and then i was on the bed and then I, we switched and i was howling and barking and i bit a hole through a pillow on accident and like <laughs> i look up and there's just this whole room of people just like standing there and i'm like i got kind of embarrassed for a second and like all these people were like Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <That> was like, <laughs> and so it was really cool. <laughs> so those are kind of my new ones. What about you? Any other? I obviously outside of pup play. What are, what are some of your kinks and stuff? Oh, um, well, I have time to think about this. So like, pup play is my main thing. Uh, I got into other things, kind of like for example, uh, for people who are listening that. Uh, want to figure out like okay you have the pup hood uh, what kind of color do i want to go in, get into or like i don't have uh like i like the i like the red hoods i also like the yellow ones um you also do your color custom ones and uh 
a lot of people um, like to, you know, do just because of what they want their look to look like, which is, you know, completely valid, great. And some pups like to take it a little bit more, uh, you know, a little, a little bit further and um, showcase uh, the specific kinks that they're into. And, uh, and you're just going off of the hanky code. And uh, there's a fat list of, of, of <laughs> colors you can choose from. We're, we're, we're not just talking about primary colors of amount of colors. We're talking about the whole rainbow. And everyone, every tone of a color uh, has a meaning. And uh, you could have a lot of fun with that. Um, and also, you, you, you know, just to be aware of it, because you never know, it, it could be kind of a, somebody's work, uh, a, uh, waving a flag, and that could be a nice conversation starter, um, and uh, a way to connect. Uh, I like so this is an interesting thing. Like this found me actually was uh, uh, so I'm a pup, I'm a red pup, um, I'm a red pup from at first with. Um, um, just because I like the color red. Red's, red's hot. I love where this is going. Red, red is good. It's, it's a nice, sexy color. I've, I, it's my birthstone. It's, it's just as though I've always has a re, re, I resonated with it a lot. And I haven't seen many people really wear it that much um, in, at the time. And though, at least of the people that I was following. And I was like, I want, I want this one. I really like how this, this is, this is nice. And uh, I started posting. I started to get a little bit more traction online. And I started to get a lot of just really specific messages from 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 people that have been like seeing my content, and it's always just like um, specifically like really gapy posts and pictures and stuff like that. I'm like, whoa! Like, why is everybody sending me a bunch of pictures with their hand in their butt? Like, this is like really specific. <laughs> like, most of the time it's like gonna be like a dick pic, but why is this really specifically just like that's a lot? And I like looked into it. And I'm like, oh. Red means fister, fisting. Okay, it means fit. That's a whole other kink. And uh, for me, like, typically more of a fisty top uh, than a bottom. I'm not opposed to it. I'm just haven't done it that often. I, the only time I've really t- taken a fist is my own, and uh, it's only like happened a really small amount of times. Even though it's uh, been, uh, you know, it's been nice to, to do that. It, you know, you have to work your way up for that type of stuff is not like okay i want to visit myself t- tonight kind of a thing and you kind of have to uh uh gradually get to that point you work with your toys and they get a little larger and before you know it you have your whole hand in your butt and you're your own kind of thing um but uh, <laughs> but uh no uh, um I would have known that I got I'm into that type of a thing. Like it's really interesting. Like for for me, like some people uh, um, find different things that really turn them on. Um, like say if you're doing a scene, like a lot of times if I'm doing a uh, like say I'm doing a like an OnlyFans scene, and in between takes I'm like I'll lose my boner or something like that. Some I get distracted. Um, sometimes like just honestly I get to stick a stick a thumb in a butt and just like move it around and that's enough to stimulate myself i get i don't even have to look at it i can just close my eyes and just be like playing the butthole joystick and it's just like oh this is nice and uh yeah that, that that's like enough for me to, to get me you know and you have other people that are like you know with armpits or <laughs> feet or yeah like exactly yeah and a nice a nice armpit. yeah <laughs> so like 
Um, and it's really interesting because you kind of, as a pup, you're going to be exposed to so many kinks and trying out many kinks. It just happens. And, and it's not like a thing that, like, I mean, you're not good. You're... It, it happens, but don't be fearful of, like, so some of the stuff can be a little bit much, like, some people might be, like, I don't want to be, uh, get into water sports, it's just too much for me, and then, like, a year later, they're all, like, pee <laughs> on me, I want to drink it, um, but it, it's just, maybe, like, how they approached it before, or how they've seen it has always been a little bit intimidating, um, but I love how pups kind of are a little curious. They're like the curious George of the kink world. And uh, also they're good boys. So like sometimes they're a master or whatever uh, handler. It may be uh, inviting them to try something um, respectfully, of course, uh, to uh, be a good boy. And I mean, that's a lot of our times. It's our, uh, it's our goal to be the best boy. And uh, um, unless you want to be a bad boy, I mean, there, there, there's a whole club for that but um <laughs> um but yeah just dabbling with that like i didn't know that i i mean i like fisting i think it's really fun i think it's really hot i like you know or these or just big toys like i just seeing a gape having air pass through with that that's amazing too <laughs> like it's a nice compliment it's like a it's like a like a um um uh, like, like a, you know, like in some in some cultures, burping is like a uh, is like a big thank you. Well, a nice air blow is a is a big thank you as well. I I agree. I just I it's funny you brought this up. I actually just got to do my first fisting experience uh, like three weeks ago. I was on the cruise and uh, Disco is this puppy. They had a presidential suite and they're like, come to our pup party and it's a fisting party. And I was like. And there's like some pretty big name people who were going to this fisting party. And I'm like, okay, this is like an important party people have probably been waiting all year for. I don't want to just be the new guy who doesn't know what I'm doing. Um, I want to respect that. So I'll, I'm going to respectfully decline. It's like, honestly, because because you said it like that, he's like, it's okay if there's like one person at the party who's like that. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh. And so I went and this pup was like, looks at my paws and he's like uh and i had manicured him i had had a fisting curiosity so i went and actually got a manicure and a pedicure before the cruise so i was like ready for all of this um and he's like damn you have big paws he's like well good thing i have an indestructible hole so i'm a good one to learn on um and i put him up in the sling and he talked me through the whole thing and i got to about like right there uh and it it just wasn't going anywhere and his friend's like i thought you said you were an indestructible hole he's like i, I think that's too much that i can't and then all of a sudden it was just like Bloop. and i went into a new headspace i was in heaven and his friend was telling me like all these different shapes to do and i felt like a water bender and i was just like fire bending and someone's yeah <laughs> i was gonna say that's like what you water bend with your ass yes with uh yeah yeah you're you're white you're riding away <laughs> it was really really hot i really enjoyed it i want to do more of it and then i found out my bone can be a good fisting warm-up uh, <laughs> uh so i got kind of became like a service top for the rest of the party um it was just a really cool experience <laughs> so i'm glad you said that oh no that's that's really sweet i and i find like to me too like i love intimacy a lot like when it comes to like i I guess I, that's another thing why I like pup play. I find it very intimate, like to be able to go and uh, uh, be in a headspace, a pup headspace with another person in their pup headspace. It's 
uh, something that you humans don't really get to experience that often. Um, a lot of suppression, a lot of walls, and to be able to see somebody at their core of who they are, and to be able to go and uh, and interact with them, play with them in, in that type of way that's kind of vulnerable, and they, it's just something really special. And it kind of goes with like fisting somebody, like you are inside this person, and it's a, um, a nice bonding experience. Um, and also it's a lot, so it's like, um, you know, there's, it's just, there's something about like, it's, it's, it's a, it's a bit, it's a big experience and, uh, um, it's, uh, after it, it's almost just like this, uh, you, you just kind of left this intense spa and you're just like, feel like, I don't know, I don't know about anybody else who's listening, but like, if you're taking something very big, say you took you took your your first dick, or you you took in your first your, your big XL one, or slipped in a, another dick, something big, much more larger than out normal. Um, you, there there's a lightness <laughs> to you have that you have afterwards. This little pep in your step. Um, um, I mean, sometimes I guess you could have a hard time walking, but for me, I feel like I could float away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's like oh look it's it's Xander the kite <laughs> just like yeah I don't know that's just for me like there's a few times where I'm just like I'm I'm actually what's lifting up this aircraft as I'm flying back home from a trip or something like that because I was you know uh, anyways uh, I, <laughs> I, love it, I love it yes. I love, I love, that's what the whole point of all this is I just I just had a hookup the other day that mm. was, straight boy this is my first time maybe who knows but like i told him i was like i'm not a straight mm-hmm. dick <laughs> um did not succeed and it's okay i knew what i was getting into <laughs> i one of these days i hope to help that boy float away <laughs> uh, i know that feeling you're talking about it's a it's a good one well thank you so much uh for being on the show it's been a pleasure to have you and get to know you more that intimacy you talk about is really special and you have one of the most special memories I ever have. And, you know, you've just busy dance floor in the middle of a bar with your snout in my armpit. Like I still got to talk to you a little bit and I felt mm-hmm. some of that. And then it'd just be on a crowded Folsom street. I was having a terrible day uh, that day. I actually ended up in the emergency room the night before um, one of my TRT injections got infected. Um, and it wasn't mm, fun. Well, and then I had all my title, like I, I'm a title holder my first year. So I had to go to this title thing and then Christopher and Amp were having a party that I needed to go to. And I was feeling really sick. Um, and I didn't mm-hmm. get out to Folsom until like three or four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and it's almost over at that point. And I was really bummed. Yeah. And then that's when I bumped into you guys. Um, and it just made, it made the rest of my Folsom <laughs> so much better. Um, and that was before Deviant. I really needed to hear that. That's that's uh, that's really special to me, and that's just made uh, that that just made things so much better. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank, so you for thank you for that. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, and bark, bark. <laughs>